0: Dear Ann Landers, my husband dear and Abby, I, Abby, I in shock. I'm she extremely upset. Over years. My son got married. Dear Ann Landis. I am very happy. I a she, my my she, 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 she
1: thinks way too She had to get she married. Dear
2: Pod. I saw an F.Y.E. recently, and it was like finding a unicorn. In a mall. You know how there's the trashy malls across America that every now and then you just stumble into? Like if there's a Hot Topic and a Spencer Gifts, you're like, yeah, I'm in the pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Can I buy some lasers up in here and and an ironic t-shirt that has...
0: (laughs) A logo from Goonies. I think I could pull off ska pants. Why not? Ska! Sure.
1: Oh, my God. I was ska. Oh. Yeah,
2: a memories. bright yellow
0: plaid with about 70 zippers and things hanging off of yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm like sure. a cooch
2: hanging out the bottom. Right.
0: And I'm not going to trip over anything because I nearly just tripped down the stairs the other night at the theater just wearing my normal shoes that Just being.
2: What did you see? Tootsie. The- <gasps> and? I enjoyed myself. Okay, Good. What you sound very surprised by that? <laughs> I enjoy I'm always, myself. he's a little surprised when you when you enjoy yourself at the theatre. The theatre. Mm. I saw the ferryman. Now that's an upper. Ooh. Not recently. I just saw. I saw it like last month. I oh, think that, well, it's gone that's now. that's not
0: recent. No, it's well, not.
2: It, well, I don't. I don't go all
0: that often. You should.
2: I'm sorry. I'm not cultured like you. It's okay. Buying peaches, seeing Tootsie. <laughs> Tootsie. Tootsie. It's good to see you. It's good to be seen. Happy Pride, you Happy homosexual. Pride. You are still gay, right? Nothing's changed mm, in the last week.
0: I don't know. I did use a lot of heavy soap this
2: That makes you extra gay.
0: Oh, I just thought it wiped it all away.
2: You mean like a like a yeah,
0: type soap? I did have a question. Uh oh. Do we do like a gay pride? <gasps>
2: thing absolutely we do i think that maybe next week what do you say sure because it still will fall within pride month but i think that is genius because i stumbled upon something that you're not going to like
0: lovely and i stumbled (laughs) on something that uh is i was like wow i started to tear up a little bit when i was reading it
2: (gasps) so we both fell over something gay yeah while we were searching for death yeah if that ain't Poetic. And I, was, and I
0: was just like, I don't even know if we, we can even discuss it after we're done because it'd have to be like and We're done. And, and the Grinch has a little tiny heart under her giant wig.
2: Oh, I don't know. If if you <clears throat> can actually make me cry and I've been dead inside for years, then mission accomplished. All right. Okay, I want gay next week. Next gay. week's theme, everybody, is gay. 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 But I feel like then you have something that's touching and I have something that is very much the opposite of touching. Oh, well, different you, kind of touching. Maybe you'll go first. Yeah, I think I should, because yours should be the the comforting. We're gonna go out on a high note, you know? All right. Um just to give you to bring you up to date on some some happenings of the week. My mother has started sending me emails about Uh-oh. UFO sightings. Oh. She's very much believing. Still a thing? Yes. Well, it's apparently they found these UFOs by San Diego in like 2015, and there's video footage of them, and just now the government is saying that we can look at the UFOs. I feel like because finally the government's like, you know what? We're all going <laughs> to die. You guys should know the truth. Hey. There really are <laughs> UFOs. And- Here's our journal. And if, if you have an option to go to another planet, I would take it now. <laughs> and But she kept saying, they look like Tic Tacs. They're shaped like Tic Tacs. So every email I'm getting from her has a link that says, sighting Tic Tac or encounter Tic Tac. Flying object Tic Tac.
0: I'm, <laughs> you know what? We've been talking about <laughs> UFOs and alien. just fine. Like now's the time.
2: I, gladly take me read with the news
0: you. how do we know that they're not already here
2: as long as it's not you a fire in the cover. sky thing because i can't with a needle in the eye i'll give you what you want just don't <laughs> get anything near my eyes
0: yeah like suck me up while i'm like driving alone yeah. in my pickup truck and an abandoned like that first of all never gonna happen i'm never gonna have my own pickup truck, yeah, pick up truck <laughs> you're never gonna alone. be
2: driving through arkansas
0: <laughs> And I'm like oh i just my phone ran out of juice As a gay man driving in a truck in the middle of nowhere, no, this will be fully charged and I definitely wouldn't be driving.
2: They're never going to be able to find you. It's like a needle in a, it's a gay needle in a very large haystack. Correct. I feel like they'd be disappointed if they got me up there. They'd be like, oh. Who is
0: this boy? There's
2: a, (laughs) (laughs) I told you to bring me a fully grown woman and you bring me a 13 year old boy. Put it back. We have enough of those. Put Carrot Top back. (laughs) (laughs) We can't learn anything from Kathy Griffin. (laughs) I I just got a text right before you got here. I have to show this to you. From Kathy Griffin. And she's like, stop stealing my look. That bitch stole my haircut, (laughs) which is very disappointing. I wish I could go with a different color, but I got a a text from my friend Trixie. Um,
0: Love that name. She's
2: Irish. Well, she's of Irish descent. So her whole family still lives in Ireland. Mm. And her cousin is dating a girl who is my doppelganger. I feel like she might be doing it better than me, though. She's doing me better than me. I'll post this picture on our Instagram.
0: She just has longer hair and a ton of makeup.
2: Well, I know. And she doesn't, her jowls haven't come in yet. So I'm a little bit jealous. (laughs) It's like youth it's almost like I want to just suck the lifeblood out of her but scroll to Do the it. next picture that she posted this is actually okay this is a picture that somebody sent to me saying this is your doppelganger and I'm okay with what this picture is usually when people say oh you look like so-and so it's never a good picture it's always like a girl with a third eye and like extra no, teeth this is and- great
0: those people I look know. Like they're
2: I, where are these where is this picture taken it's somewhere in Ireland these people look so incredibly happy. Don't they? They shouldn't be. They're in Ireland, but it's I'm, nighttime. Is Ireland not Oh, good? no. It's a, it's a happy place when you're drinking. I want to show you this picture because she does look like me. It's very impressive. Oh, sorry about that. Look it. You should be excited that there's a backup version of me. Oh,
0: just one in the freezer.
2: Yeah. You got to keep another version of yourself on hand. Do you ever see somebody who looks like you walk by you? That happened to me once. I saw her get off the subway, and I was I was with a friend, and I said, "Did you just see me get off the subway? Did you ever have like that encounter?" No. Who do you get that that people remind you of? My sister. Ew. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> does she um, does she have five o'clock shadow?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, who do I get? I used to get Matthew Morrison. I thought
2: you were going to say Matthew McConaughey.
0: Well, I Matthew
2: Morrison. Right. Okay. All right. Um, We're aiming for the stars.
0: uh, I used to get that kid from Glee, Darren something or other. But he's dark. Oh, Darren
2: Chris. But
0: we don't really look alike.
2: Is that his name? I'm going to have to Google some of these.
0: Then Matt, what's his name, who's in Urban Cowboy.
2: Oh, Matt Cavanaugh. I went to school with him.
0: I used to get that a lot when I first moved to New York.
2: Oh, I buy that. Okay.
0: And he's like he's
2: like he left the business and now he's like an accountant or something i think so but whatever he does he does it the best version of which is sure. not fair when you encounter the people who were like oh you're good here and you're good there go scratch be yeah. good at one thing yeah i just want to be good at one thing don't be like the cheesecake factory of people where you feel like you're the best at everything <laughs> i don't think cheesecake factories. Good at a lot of things. Well, what worries me about Cheesecake Factory is that why should the same kitchen be equally adept at making pasta primavera as General So's chicken? There's too many options.
0: Uh, how do you how do you prepare? Like, do you get there at like four in the morning? Yeah, open at noon. Like, I've cooked everything.
2: Uh, we're ready to go in case somebody wants Mexican or Italian or Asian or fusion or American.
0: I don't think it's right to have so many, like...
2: Options. It's too many. You're not doing all of those options well in that kitchen. No. It upsets me. And I don't think you're doing cheesecake well either. You've heard it here today. I don't like cheesecake. Neither do I, except Junior's Cheesecake. That is the one exception to the rule, Junior's Cheesecake in Midtown Manhattan. There's That'll make you slap
0: your mama's good. I've never been there. You have to. And it's literally right down the street.
2: And I'm not a cheesecake eater. I do not prefer a dense... Cheesy. Give me something chocolate any day of the week. Any day. I don't Again, I we're don't becoming understand. a Kathy comic strip.
0: I don't have brownies.
2: Chocolate.
0: <laughs> I don't understand cheesecake. I don't also like uh, cream cheese frosting. I like cream cheese, period, for bagels. Cheese, cream cheese frosting, I don't, I, don't, I don't get it.
2: I am completely with you on that. And
0: it's like this sweet, it's like someone just like... I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. So if anyone is preparing my birthday present, cake, cupcakes, whatever, Uh keep that disgusting cream cheese frosting to your fucking self.
2: Or I will end your life. (laughs) Look, then this is where we agree. And I'm about to say the most polarizing thing I think I've ever said on this podcast to date. All right. Red velvet is not a flavor.
0: I don't get that either.
2: Thank you. It's like it's eating not. a dirty sponge. Yeah. And it's kind of chocolate, but I know it's food colored.
0: Wait, uh, is it red?
2: It's, well, red velvet.
0: You I'm do color- the math. Well, <laughs> I never understood it because I'm colorblind and knowledge just <gasps> Oh genre.
2: God. Oh, it comes back down to it again. Oh. I like that this is your minority thing that you get to play. Like you're I, you're a white man. It's not enough for you to be gay, but you're also colorblind. Now you can be on on America's Got Talent. I feel like that's why I'm never gonna be on America's Got Talent because you're they're not always like wrong with you. she sings and she's missing all of her limbs. And she has no teeth. Please welcome the torso to the stage. Aaron, like that's the only way that I'm going to get a Netflix special
0: at this point. But Jim has to throw you onto stage and you have to land in a basket.
2: And I, I, sure. that's, how you,
0: that's how you enter.
2: <laughs> put me on a, put me on a skateboard and just push me out there. And then I'm going to sing like a song from Pink and, and it's going to be inspirational and then I'm going to get my first half hour of comedy. Well, central.
0: if it's pink, then you should be like dangling from the ceiling, spinning around.
2: Oh, my God. I just had a visual of a torso yeah. just dangling and singing. Oh, yeah. now I kind of want red velvet. Why? I wish I could see what you see as a as a colorblind man. What's
0: it like? Well, it's funny when everyone's like, wow, that's a bright shirt. Like, is it?
2: <laughs> I just well, thought it was blue. They're
0: Like, it's really blue.
2: Does Marcus have to color correct you if you're wearing something ridiculous? How do you know what you're wearing when you leave? You just have to trust that everything well, works. Well, I don't really have
0: too many crazy things.
2: You were really like has. a Chris, Christian Siriano, but ahead of his time. You don't have too many crazy colored things. How do you know? You just um, have to trust. Because
0: I kind of, if, I, if I'm, if i if I think something is suspect, I won't buy it. Like, I don't own yellow how do you know that you don't own yellow? Because I know what yellow looks like.
2: Then you're not colorblind.
0: No, I'm not a I'm not a fly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait. How do you know what yellow looks like?
0: I know that yellow is yellow and it's bright, but I can't tell can't. the intensity of ye- like certain colors. So okay. the, you know there's like the spectrum of say like blue, there's a light blue and then there's a dark blue. Once yeah. it gets towards the like the really dark, i I start to not know what that is. But really? then there's like, you know, if it's peppered in with like purple or pink or whatever, I won't be able to tell.
2: Are you seeing me in black and white right I now? I am. Are you for real?
0: Yeah. Sepia tone.
2: Oh, <gasps> this is awesome. This is how I want the whole world to see me. Well, you're in luck. Like in a ye old go to bush gardens and get a picture taken. <laughs> with, with a shotgun. With like a holster. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like that. It's nice to teach kids. Uh,
2: ye old dick pic.
0: Yeah. Look at me, me, yield, <laughs> unkept, like, dick pic.
2: Is that like how giant? they said dick pics back in the day? Is that you'd have to go down and there's a flash pot and a guy and you could only get one taken every thirty minutes if you wanted.
0: Are you sure you don't want to tug on that? Nope? Okay. No. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> it's going to
2: cost you another fifty doubloons yeah. to do the next do version of this. Do you
0: uh, pull out the scissors or no? Just leave it like that. No, no, okay. it's
2: fine. Let me move my coonskin okay. cap to the back. Uh, all right. A lot of leather.
0: Oh. Are you sure you want to keep the braids on? No?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's fine. Okay, wait, let me pose with my foot up on this, this powder keg.
0: They're like, no, no.
2: <laughs> no, no, put it down. Put it <laughs> down. <laughs> I Not think into should... soap, huh? No, <laughs> no, nope, nope, never used it on my crutch. I have some charcoal we can, we here. Let me go wipe my ass with a corn cob. <laughs>
1: That's disgusting.
2: Isn't that what corn cobs were for when you saw them on an outhouse? What? Remember outhouses?
0: No, because
2: <laughs> I'm not. I don't,
0: I, I, no, I. I grew up I guess with an I'm outhouse. Fortunate that my parents had a
2: indoor plumbing. In, yeah, be thankful for it. No, I didn't grow up with an outhouse. <laughs> but like when you see pictures of outhouses, which I, don't. I think still I don't. Is I it don't. because you're colorblind? It's because I don't see corn it's
0: cobs. Because I'm not looking for that. <laughs>
2: I'll go and find a picture of an outhouse.
0: I think they. I thought it was normally like a like a half moon. Like well,
2: depressing. there's a half moon in the thing, but there's always a corn cob hanging on the side, and you're like, why are there, there corn is? cobs there? And people would use them to wipe their ass. Why? All Wait, I picture multiple is, people. <laughs> you know the sound would of like be a using clave? the
0: Same corn
2: cob. Multiple people you're using the same cloth.
0: You're, you're telling tales. I
2: am not telling tales out of school. You can Google this right now. I don't want. Hey, Mister Producer, look up corn cob ass wiping. Everybody's on their phones now. <laughs> no,
0: I'm just having a side conversation.
2: Multiple people would use the same corn cob to wipe their eggs. That is, and we wonder why everybody died of syphilis. Oh, we're worried about measles coming back. Oh, God, I'm so excited for you. Yes, please read to us from the book of corncob ass wiping. Here's something to look up next time we go to go for a theme. Oh, oh God, read it to me. Oh, it's like a bedtime story. Oh, God. Do it. Read
0: it to me. In rural... Agrarian communities, handfuls of straw were frequently used, but one of the most popular items to use for cleanup oh. was dried corn cobs. Yep. Oh. There it is. They were plentiful and quite efficient at cleaning. They could be drawn in one direction or turned oh. on an axis. Oh,
2: oh, oh that's got to hurt. Softer
0: on tender areas than you might think. Oh! Even after toilet paper became available, some people in western states still preferred corn cobs when using the outhouse. <gasps> But wait!
2: Even when more. they had the option,
0: frugal settlers without indoor plumbing also deployed squares of newspaper, pages of telephone books, or the Sears robot catalog because the paper was newsprint style. <laughs> wait!
2: You could have wiped your ass with Ann Landers,
0: which was good for absorbency and softness.
2: Well, especially uh, you know the woman's lingerie section of the Sears catalog,
0: so you could see what it looks like stained.
2: Yes. <laughs> I love this shirt, but I want to see what it looks like I in brown.
0: want to brown. see it aged. Oh.
2: <laughs> Sears Robot. Ah, ah. See what I did there? I think that um, after we talked about ass wiping with the corn cob, we can keep coming back to this, but now is the time to say, welcome, dear listeners. Welcome to Dear Pod. Greyhard. Coming to you from the Maha'a bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can we hear it? It. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, son of a bitch. I'm 1980s heartthrob Mark Harmon.
0: <sighs> and I'm Lisa Blackman Hart.
2: There we go. We're very happy to be here today. Uh, we have a theme for this, uh, for this episode, and the theme, of course, is Death.
0: Death and dying.
2: Death and dying as seen through the lens of Ann Landers and Dear Abbey. Correct. The sepia-toned lens of Patrick. Everything's a little bit warped. Cigarette stained. Like smells that. of martini. Yes, so so the theme this week was death. Which is
0: a lot easier to find,
2: surprisingly. <gasps> you know what? I had a harder time, mm. but I, as much of a heavy topic as it can be, I found a couple lulus which i'm actually really excited to share with you but when you google death and landers i just kept getting her death and her obituary and I, I had to i had to go through all these weird side angles to try to find a good you know i was like first will uh, first will or what if, free will what is it will last first will, will. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> this was my first will but i'm oh. ending with my last <laughs> my first will was not well written yeah, so I had to look up last will. I looked up dead cousin. I looked up all sorts of weird oh variations on on word combinations.
0: I just Googled funeral.
2: Oh, Jesus. Why didn't I do that? I don't
0: know. Maybe you're just not that smart.
2: No, I'm not. But I can see colors. Jealous? Oh, the colors of the gay rainbow. Pride must suck for you then.
0: Kind of. I've painted my apartment several times. And each time I don't consult with someone. Oh, it just, I mean, it is just tragic after I paint, like, an entire one-bedroom apartment, one single color. Oh,
2: God. Marcus is like, terracotta? Really?
0: Well, fortunately, I pass through most colors through him.
2: Oh, geez. Let's but other- then you have to trust his taste, and that's a lot. I wouldn't trust Jim's taste to design this place. <laughs> Look around. It looks like we're sitting in a TGI Fridays. <laughs> I like
0: that. Maybe we'll go there for lunch. Oh! <gasps> It's right up the street. Do you know that? I'm not going there.
2: No, oh, come on. We got it. When was the last time you went to TGI Fridays? I'm going to shit myself and then I'm going to use a corn cob and clean myself yeah. up.
0: The last time I went to TGI Fridays, I think I needed to use a diaper.
2: Well, because I feel like everything is in popper form. Everything has a quirky name. It comes to
0: in it. and then slides right out.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I overheard a woman talking on the phone. You know how you have overheard in New York moments? Mm-hmm which I love. I always catch the best snippets of people's ridiculous conversations. She was on the phone with somebody and she said, well, I don't know. One minute I was eating sliders and the next minute I was in the bathroom. <laughs> and I thought, Were they eating? I am never going to eat a slider again and not have that picture in my head. Maybe that's why they call them sliders. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first this week? Certainly. Oh, please. All um, right. So death, oh, death is the theme. Oh.
0: Now, have you ever seen the movie Drop Dead Gorgeous?
2: Yes, I have, and yeah. I was one of the only people in America who didn't like it. Okay, you close
1: your computer. I'm sorry, get I the should fuck leave. Out of
2: here. I'm sorry.
0: Do you remember the character that is always videotaping um the girls while they're like exercising?
2: Ew, vaguely, vaguely. Yeah.
0: And like, um, uh, what are you doing videotaping? I I mean, you have a video camera. I don't understand. You don't remember that. I part?
2: don't remember that. I watched it once, and then I just gave up on it.
0: Jim, did you see it? Like he's basically like a creeper. Yeah. And he's questioning the documentary film people of like, well, you have a camera. Oh, and you're okay. Videotaped.
2: Gotcha. Anyway, this there's a lead up to this. Clearly,
0: I guess. But I guess the story didn't go well. Didn't <laughs> I'm as well. sorry.
2: Anyway, of all okay. your pop culture references. I'm sorry that I let you down on that. You're a
0: constant letdown. I
2: know. I'm disappointing to Uh, myself.
0: It's kind of like watching Who's the Boss when Mona's not on. It's a letdown.
2: Oh. She was good, though. She did add a certain spark to that, didn't she? She was sexy. She was... Let's just be a lesson to America. If your show is failing, just pop in an old redhead.
0: She was in it from the get-go. Boom. Oh. So you're wrong.
2: Or not failing. Or when you're putting a show together... I feel like a redhead is pretty standard now.
0: All right, let me begin. All right, do it. This is from July 1st, 1980. July's one of my favorite months.
2: Why? Just because. It's just sunny.
0: It's from the Great Falls Tribune, Great Falls, Montana.
2: Ooh, big sky. Yeah. Ah,
0: Dear Abby. <laughs> Dear Abby, (laughs) we recently had a tragic automobile accident in our town in which a high school girl was killed instantly. Three friends in the same car were seriously injured. One died this morning. A week ago, when the funeral of the girl who was instantly killed took place, I took it upon myself to take movies of the funeral. (gasps) It was my intent to write to the girl's parents, I do not know them, and offer them the film footage as a gesture of interest in their loss so that those of their their family, who were unable to attend, could review the happenings that took place at the funeral. Oh, my God. Also, in later years, the parents might appreciate having the memories as a remembrance. Oh, the movies as a remembrance. Do you think my offer of this film would rekindle heartache, or do you think it would be be regarded as a token of sharing a loss, as it was meant to be? Someone at the funeral commented as I was taking these movies that it was tacky. This, of course, was only one man's opinion. If it was tacky, what about all the funeral footage we view on television news? Signed, Massachusetts.
2: Nobody from Massachusetts would actually film a funeral.
0: Dear Mass. Oh, no. Everyone deals with grief in his own way, so I don't know how the family of the dead girl would feel about seeing movies of their daughter's funeral. Personally, I think filming grief-stricken mourners at a funeral is an invasion of their privacy, and I would not offer the film to the family of the deceased no
2: that's well written
0: very well i mean this is nineteen eighty this is a good like she was you know she
2: she was in the pocket yes but that is a that is exactly how I would respond to this this question
0: this first of all, I'm surprised that she had such a lengthy letter. Printed. Printed. Uh huh. And then her response was like, I'm going to
2: cut right to the chase.
0: This is gross. You're a freak.
2: And can you imagine the family that, oh, oh, good, on VHS.
0: Oh, look what someone, well, look what a fucking stranger sent me in the mail.
2: Everybody gather around the TV, it's Janine's funeral.
0: (laughs) Remember when we were all bawling our eyes out and we didn't know if our life was going to continue because we just lost our daughter in a tragic accident?
2: Grab some popcorn.
0: Yeah, look what we got.
2: Everybody in the den.
0: I was just having a good day, wasn't even thinking about the accident, and then all of a sudden this fucking thing came in the mail.
2: Ah, this is good, I like it, Saturday night. What else is on TV? It's, it's the year, what, 1980?
0: Or, or what if you forget that it's in the the, the VCR? Anyone else want to watch uh, Benji? No? Okay, let's watch this. <laughs> oh, what's this? Oh, uh, wait, is that is that Janine's funeral? You guys uh, uh. you guys,
2: toss up. It's Saturday night. You want to watch uh, Kramer versus Kramer or Janine's funeral?
0: I'm going to go to White Castle really quick.
2: They're both equally depressing. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want to go back and look at footage like game tape.
0: If you don't know these pe- first, why, if you don't know these people, why do you have a video camera set up to film someone else's funeral that you don't know? And why are you so prepared for it?
2: Why, and why did nobody else call her out on this except for that one guy who I completely agree with? I'd smack Tattoo. the camera out of her hand. I
0: think it would do.
2: I feel like, though, in this day and age, because we all, have our phones on us all the time. I'm sure some my my funeral will be on Instagram.
0: Well, that's because now that now we just now it's just different.
2: Accepted, yes. Yeah. There's eyes everywhere, eyes and ears everywhere. The world is cornfield. Well, it's pop culture.
0: Like we we don't know any better anymore. We're just served crap. So now we're just
2: yeah. So we have to watch it. Yeah. Well, we're also <laughs> we're also voyeurs and morbid. True. And you kind of want to see what happens. Look, suddenly now I'm like, maybe I would want that tape. Well, it's, the people, that at-
0: it's the, the people that videotape people, like, you know, getting hit by a train or something. None of them are actually helping them. They're just no, videotaping no. them getting hit by a car or a train.
2: Most things are snuff films at this point.
0: Because no one wants to take the responsibility. They'd rather have the, the, the clip mm-hmm. than...
2: Please, every time somebody posts a CrossFit fail video, I'm like, well, I just watched that guy die.
0: I don't want to watch that.
2: You get s- just trapped into it. I do not want to
0: watch that. That or someone falling down an escalator.
2: But what I like is the oh. Like,
0: have you ever seen the one when she was swallowed and eaten by the escalator? What? Who? I don't know her. I was just videotaping her. <laughs> is she her. dead? Did it I'm kill kidding. her? Yeah, it killed her. What? She saved her child, and then because the escalator was going up and it was falling apart or something, <gasps> and she, I think she threw her child, and then it took her into it.
2: Death by escalator has to be the worst way to go—a really slow, crunchy death. And then you also know that you're going to be a problem at rush hour for everybody. Wow. <laughs>
0: for, I, I think it, it was at a mall. It's a
2: rude death. It yeah. is. You haven't really thought ahead. Please, every time that there's an escalator out at Penn Station, I'm like, ugh.
0: But you never really think about legs. it. Like, that is a sharp, sharp thing. An escalator is like.
2: Well, now I'm going to. I've never thought about that. But now I have something else to be nervous about.
0: I mean, except for the one that's in, like, um, Macy's, which is made out of wood.
2: Oh, that yeah, ca- but it's also like. powered by, like, beavers in a wheel.
0: Which is fine.
2: It makes this sound like when it that. goes up. ee ee, ee. I like that. I like a rope and pulley system. Maybe we should go back in time. Also,
0: I don't have an aversion to stairs. so
2: I do. So this
0: this weirdo shows up with a giant video recorder. Like a Betamax. Right. On his back at someone's church or funeral gravesite or whatever. And then, since he doesn't know the family, has to then go into the church. Hi, I'm that weird guy in the parking garage that was just filming the the funeral do you know the family's name
2: so i can get them a copy
0: so like like it's just a series of unfortunate interactions with people like you're called a freak why do you need their name oh did you record it because they asked you to no
2: (laughs) it's so funny that you pictured him as a guy i pictured it as a girl filming i don't know why i don't know i I just pictured a girl like
0: seems like a creepy thing
2: hey guys I'm at a type of Janine's funeral if you want to pass it on to the cousins. who couldn't. Well, I wouldn't think either.
0: that a woman would be able to. Capable
2: of that? Right. Absolutely we
0: could. I don't think she could. I don't think she'd have enough money to buy it.
2: Oh! <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I see what you, you, you did there, you color brine freak. <laughs> I guess it could be a woman. Though. She's not smart enough to film that. Have
0: you ever encountered people that are that literally like, well, a woman can't do that. And you're like, I'm sorry. What?
2: Oh, it happens all the time. All the time. I'm,
0: anytime I overhear it, I'm I'm literally like, <laughs> "What did you
2: just say?" Oh my god! Please, I did a I did a comedy show in like the bowels of New Jersey and opened up for some random guy who was like in his 80s and still being like, "Take my wife, please." And he introduced me to somebody else who was on the show and he said, "Oh, this is Erin. She's here for the eye candy."
0: That's nice.
2: Which also maybe be like, "You're disgusting." Do I look okay? <laughs> um, Do I look okay? Wait, I. I, I I completely agree with her advice on this. Don't do that. Don't tape somebody's worst moment and then offer it to them in an MPEG.
0: Can you imagine like hi just showing up at the hospital? Hi, I saw your motorcycle accident when you like (laughs) weren't wearing a helmet and you skidded across the street. But I have this little video of it if you'd like to see it. Oh my god. Whenever you get out of a coma.
2: Hey, remember when your mom died? It's on YouTube.
0: I was right there. It was Because I've been following you since you were in eighth grade.
2: Do you want to see the last breath? <laughs> Everybody loves it. And then after that, you can watch cat videos. It's cool. Hanging out with the family. Hang in there. Hey, who didn't make it to the funeral? Pass this VHS tape along. Oh, God. I hate people. That's sweet. Which is a perfect transition for me to go into my... All right. I'm not going to give you the title of it because, frankly, she didn't bury the lead with this title. It was a little bit on the nose. Mm -hmm. Dear Ann Landers, this is for a woman who wrote about the death of her adorable 14-year-old cat, Chow Chow. (laughs) He ate some houseplants that were toxic and died. Had I known where to reach the lady, I would have given her a call and told her that Chow Chow could have been freeze-dried and kept forever.
1: Yes, Anne,
2: it's true. Many people are doing this now. Anyone who is interested should call 501-731-2904 and get the details. Signed, your friend in Arkansas. Mm-mm. Real quick sidebar before I give you the answer. I called that number today.
0: Does it work? Doesn't.
2: Damn it. But I did find the taxidermy <clears throat> place.
0: <laughs> in Arkansas?
2: Yes, and I called it. And then they answered the phone, and I freaked out, and I hung up. I don't know why. I was That's looking great for an answer. That's unfinished story. I know. Uh, okay, so here is, here's Anne's response. Dear friend, I was interested and called the number you suggested. <laughs> I reached Larry R. Winston, one of the owners of the Cache River Taxidermy. Larry told me that freeze-drying involves the removing of all moisture from the tissues of the animal so the cells are not destroyed and the body doesn't collapse. This is done by machine. The finished product is sometimes painted. This procedure can be performed on any pet. The most common subjects are dogs and cats. A medium-sized cat is $225, a kitten $175. They also do squirrels, beavers, minks, snakes, and bullfrogs. No skunks, please.
0: And why he's dead. The skunk? Yeah.
2: Oh, it might have to do with his gland. Mm. Nobody wanted to deal with removing a stink gland. Would you?
0: Well, it's gay pride again.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> I always like to start the night off with a margarita and a removal of a stink gland. And a
0: stink palm.
2: Now get go. over here and go, go up my fudge slide.
0: All right. Um. <laughs> first of all, I would never. Fr- chow Chow. I mean,
2: that's the name. Right. No Fourteen-year-old cat. Wow. I know.
0: I don't think I'd want to freeze dry my pet. I think I'm okay with letting them go.
2: I know. I mean, I did look up. I was curious if what any. What does other, it look like? What does it look like to freeze dry? Well, it's taxidermy. It's essentially what it is. So you're just like sucking all the moisture out and you're replacing it with sawdust or White Castle burgers and then refilling it. And then, you you know, it's it looks like your animal, but with glass eyes. That's the part that would freak me out.
0: That would be weird.
2: I would think it would come to life at night after we all go to sleep.
0: You're like, Jim, is that you? (laughs) I
2: (laughs) I hear a rustling. (laughs) It's like Pet cemetery, Nugget. (laughs) <laughs> Nugget!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jojo! Please don't
2: steal my breath! <laughs> oh, no! my God! No! Don't don't freeze dry your pet all.
0: That's so is cute. Is it bad that he's
2: kind of cute? That's so
0: cute. Can you imagine if you did this to a human being?
2: I oh. plan on it. I, this is what I plan on doing to Jim when he okay, dies. Look at it.
0: Aunt Louise. Hey,
2: the good thing is, if Jim ever wanted to do taxidermy on me, I'm already missing most of my moisture. So I, I feel like that. I'm halfway there. Yeah. I'm mostly freeze dried at this point. I like that. I like that she also goes through the pricing. A medium sized cat is $225. How do you land on the 25? How do you. What
0: year is this? Cause...
2: Oh, this is, um, sorry. This is the Lansing State Journal in Lansing, Michigan, June 12, 1987.
0: Do we think that we've.
2: Mm. That is a large dog to taxidermy. I'm sorry, but if it's a golden retriever-sized dog, in a bubble, in yeah. a bu- of course, because you don't want people touching him.
0: You don't. You don't want the fur falling off.
2: No, I don't want. It, I don't want you to get your clammy hands on my golden retriever after it's been stuffed and mounted. That is not a euphemism for something, despite <laughs> no? the fact that well, it is gay pride. I mean. Oh, <laughs> this, not everybody's looks, good at taxidermy. Yeah.
0: This one looks like. <laughs> does your dogs have his eyes done? No, <laughs> it looks like Kenny Rogers after depressed? his eye surgery. <laughs>
2: That dog looks like Kenny Rogers. After getting his lids done.
0: When when guys get their eyes done, and you're like.
2: And now you look like a British queen.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're like, what (laughs) did you do?
2: You look like. Why did you do that? Why do you look like Tom Jones after a bender?
0: Good night. You had
2: a choice. I did out of curiosity look to see if people do taxidermy on skunks, and they do, and you can buy them on Etsy for five hundred bucks. So clearly we're in a new era of I don't pricing. Under, I
0: don't understand why you'd want something that once was living and is now dead.
2: I'm sorry, but there's mm. one on Etsy that is paddling a very small canoe. And if you think that I don't want that in this room in the Mahaa Lounge at the Pineapple Ranch, you're wrong. I would love a taxidermied skunk paddling a very small canoe.
0: That's not even a real thing.
2: Right there on Etsy for $489.
0: Why? <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time we ever saw a skunk?
2: Paddling a canoe? Yeah. Never, which is why I want him in a position like I'm that. I'm sure he
0: has someone else that could paddle it for him.
2: I wouldn't want a skunk to be just <clears throat> poised in a regular everyday Casual skunk position If you're gonna go To the trouble To stuff and mount a skunk Make it do what you want it To do in your mind which Like is sit paddling. at a
0: desk And do your taxes
2: Exactly A very small You know It's it's at like A very small kitchen And it's making pancakes <laughs> Yeah You know Form it Make it Shape it
0: Or maybe he's like The Land O'Lakes uh, Woman With the, sitting there Cross
2: with, Cross-legged
0: Right With braids
2: Yeah I'd put a drink in a his hand
0: of, Holding a stick of butter <laughs>
2: <clears throat> That's, you can do anything with the taxidermied skull. I guess so. Kind of the sky's the limit here. I think that you knocked it before you really thought about all the opportunities. I can't imagine if I would never, for our dogs, if they're, when their time comes, which first of all, you're going to have to put me in a padded cell.
0: I might do that anyway.
2: The longest after this session, yes, I think you should. As long as I can run up a fudgy
0: Come Sludgy to my neighborhood. Come to my neighborhood this week.
2: You'll <laughs> have all the slides you need. Hell's Literally. Kitchen and Pride is going to be. It's going to be rough. There's going to be a lot of confetti to clean up at the end of this month.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But confetti. Ew. What?
2: Who's got a corn cob? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes. Oh, I also looked up Cash River Taxidermy online, and it does exist. They have a Facebook page.
0: Do you think the prices have gone up?
2: Oh, absolutely. This is 1987.
0: But I mean, that's a lot of money to.
2: A medium sized cat was $225 at the time. Now would probably be.
0: Well, then twice I that. hope to God that they have upped their game because if the Kenny Rogers dog.
2: <laughs> I'm going to have to post the <laughs> someone, Kenny Rogers dog on our Instagram. Someone
0: has to be like, okay, this doesn't look great.
2: He looked so sad
0: and alert. He had some cold brew in his <laughs> there bowl.
2: There was a lot. That must be a really specific art form, taxidermy. How do you discover that you have that skill?
0: I don't know because once I see something dead, I'm not trying to replicate. I'm not trying to like revive it.
2: I'm never looking at a squirrel being like, I should take all the moisture out of that. No. And poise it
0: and keep it in my house forever until the fur falls off because my house is so dry.
2: Oh, ugh, God. I did. Go over somebody's house. When I was in high school, I was co-babysitting with somebody. I could never babysit on my own. Nobody trusts me with children. Sure. I have sharp edges. Yeah. Um, I sat, I went over to the people's house and I, (laughs) thank you for sending me the Kenny Rogers dog. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to take another look at it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yes it's look like he, this is what happens if you have too much nitro cold brew. Yeah. I haven't blinked since 1993. <laughs> oh my God. yeah, I went over their house and they were way into taxidermy, but they were poising animals in in like what would be their natural habitat. And I remember sitting on the couch and looking up and they had a stuffed and mounted squirrel who was face down and strapped on to the curtain. So he was looked like he was coming down on you from overhead.
0: Was that was that where they shot the squirrel? Because I assume. it had somehow come into their house. And, and they were like,
2: Well, he's there since he's there. Since let's he's just there, keep let's him just there.
0: Shoot him and then we'll just replicate it. God,
2: you have to have that. You have to really want dead animals surrounding you all the time. I How don't. do you discover you want that in your house?
0: Boredom, meth? I don't know.
2: I'd say meth. Definitely math. This was Massachusetts. I don't know. What don't, else are you going to do?
0: I don't know. But you're painting a really great
2: picture, picture um, of it. Some of this, of this state. The title of this article, after the fact, was just called Taxidermist Says He'll Freeze Dry Any Pet Except a Skunk.
0: She should have just called it Stuffed It.
2: Stuffed and Mounted and Landers.
0: <laughs> I Stuffed and Mounted and Landers.
2: Nothing's more delicious than a stuffed beaver. He does beavers.
0: Speaking of it, have you tried my beaver recipe?
2: Stuffed beaver. Not mar- on Pride Month. <laughs> Two martinis. <laughs> for $2.05, you can eat Adelanda's stuffed beaver. So there you go. Taxidermy. Taxidermy. That's some light death for you. Light animal death.
0: Light death.
2: Mmm, delicious. Do you have another one for me? Yes. Oh. Okay.
0: From the Pittsburgh Press, Mm. December 20th, 1974. Okay. It's a beautiful picture of Abby, by the way. Just beautiful.
2: See, we need to start posting more. Oh, her hair is so vertical. She looks like Kenny Rogers' dog.
0: Fucking helmet.
2: (laughs) Why is everybody so sharp looking? And she's
0: like, I just got my brows done.
2: Ah! Okay, we're going to on the Instagram put this picture next to Kenny Rogers' dog.
0: Okay.
2: (laughs) Kenny Rogers' eye surgery (laughs) dog.
0: Dear Abby, <laughs> 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 have you ever Googled yeah, star guys to get I their eyes I done Everybody looks like, surprised. wow, you really <laughs> fucked your face up? Like Mickey Rourke had his eyes done and it's like, it goes from like brooding to like.
2: Totally I, shocked.
0: Yeah. Like they just like fell on like a hot poker.
2: It almost looks like they get the upper lids entirely removed.
0: Something like that.
2: Yeah. But I do feel like when guys start getting facial surgery, they turn into British queens. <laughs> Everyone looks like Queen Victoria.
0: They just they look like something serious has happened to them. Like Maggie they, Smith. Like they went to that haunted house down the street from you.
2: Yeah, or They look like, like they've burn seen too much. victims. Yes.
0: <laughs> they've seen too much. There's
2: something waxy skinned about them. Mm-hmm. They've seen too much.
0: I've seen too much. I can't close. My, I can't blink. <laughs> like everything that made them like really sexy is now like, mm.
2: maybe it's because they watched the video of the woman getting killed by the escalator.
0: <laughs> Could be. Mm-hmm. But also these gentlemen are also the same ones that then go to the old lady hairstylist and then blow out their hair. Always. And like Why? Now you've done what's happening.
2: Now you're feathered.
0: You you got like this bouffant and you have no eyes. <laughs> Something no happened eyelids. to Mickey Rourke, though. It's
2: almost like you know, it, like he's like the boggle of of facial features. It's like they I put it if in you a box. Say his and name just shook one it up. more
0: time. He's gonna show up at the back door and then beat the shit. <laughs> Mickey
2: out of him. Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Did you Hello? Ever hear the,
0: Did you ever hear the story of Mickey Rourke's Chihuahua? Though,
2: did he have it stuffed and mounted?
0: No. So the story it, it came out when he was nominated, I think, for the wrestler. Mm. And they were sure he was going to win.
2: He should have.
0: And um, he had this little chihuahua and people kind of like made fun of him. But the chihuahua saved his life because he, you know, it was the only thing. I think he was so depressed and so messed up that he was going to kill himself. And he looked at his chihuahua and he's like, if I do that, what will happen to you?
2: <gasps> and so, This is upsetting to so me. And so
0: he didn't.
2: For the Chihuahua?
0: Yeah, because he's like, if I I kill myself, then no one will look after my dog. (gasps) So then he had a tiny little tux made for his Chihuahua to go to the Academy Awards with, and then his Chihuahua died.
2: Are you kidding me? No. Why are you telling me things that are going to devastate me right now? It
0: is because it makes you think differently about him because you're like-
2: Oh my God. It's the
0: sweetest. I was like,
2: what? I love Mickey Rourke Mm -hmm. now.
0: And I want to see that tiny little tuxedo.
2: So he never got a chance to wear the tuxedo.
0: I don't think Mickey did because I think he's a size bigger.
2: Well, <laughs> do, wait. Do, <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with a small tuxedo after you don't use it?
0: I don't know. I guess you just it's keep definitely it hanging in, in the a closet. small box somewhere. I th- I would keep it hanging in the um. Laundry bag that it came in, just like a tiny little hanger with a tiny little tag.
2: I would cry a million them. tears into that tuxedo. Yep. Oh my God. Oh, please. I still have all of the Nuggets clothes. I don't visit them or anything, but I keep them in the house. <laughs> they are I, somewhere around.
0: <laughs> I have, I have teddies.
2: You should look at this picture right now. You
0: should stop fucking telling me. <laughs>
2: oh my God. Oh my God. I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> I'm awake. i've had too many roasters too many roasters
0: this picture side by side of kenny rogers you gotta
2: know when to fold them
0: know when to run
2: no so doctor can you show
0: me some before and afters of what my eyes are gonna look like sure that's when you run
2: you gotta know when to fold (laughs) them Know when to hold them. Know when to close your eyes. Know when to blink. You gotta know when to step away from that old scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, look at this. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Woo! All right. I think, I think okay, we're going to put... All right, we're going to put on our Instagram this week, very exciting for all of you listeners, a side-by-side of Kenny Rogers and Kenny Rogers' eye surgery taxidermied dog. <laughs> because it's almost like somebody brought this dog to the taxidermist and said, okay, I want something really specific. Here's a picture of Kenny Rogers. Can you make my dog look like this?
0: Like, that's a before. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. That doesn't even look like the same person. Why did Kenny Rogers let the air out of his face? He had fillers or something. Is that when he just stopped eating his own food? He stopped eating. Doesn't (laughs) Kenny Rogers Roasters still exist in Midtown? There's a Kenny Rogers Roasters in Manhattan. What is that? That was his restaurant. Kenny Rogers had a chain called Kenny Rogers Roasters. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. You know that his finance guy was like, you've got to diversify your portfolio. What are you thinking? He's like, I know I'm going to open up roasters across the co- – oh, Jesus God. I guess that's a good – as good as time as any right now just to say follow us on Instagram and Twitter at DeerPodOfficial and uh, check out deerpotofficial.com and write to us with all of your pictures of taxidermied animals gone horribly wrong. Deer horribly. Official at gmail.com. I think that's, I want, I want to see pictures of horribly, like, I want to see pictures of taxidermy fails. Oh, God. Please email them to us. Oh, and also email us your questions if you have any advice questions, but I'll pimp that out later, too. Oh, God, I think that we've run taxidermy into the ground, literally. Well. Well, moving
0: on. Should I, should I read my?
2: Yes, please. Let's, uh, oh, yeah, because we got off on a tangent. We got off. Surprise. That's the Pittsburgh bride,
0: Press, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, December 20th, 1974.
2: Okay. It's a Friday.
0: Mm. Dear Abby, my mother is in poor health and I would appreciate it if you would advise me as to the proper attire for funeral services. I look terrible in black, but I could <laughs> either buy a dark gray or a navy blue suit. Okay. Also, what is ex- what is acceptable for my son who is 17? He has a plaid blazer, which he could wear with a white shirt and black tie. Or do you think a solid jacket would be more appropriate? My, da- my two daughters are 12 and 14. Must they, must they wear something dark too? Also, should I carry gloves? If so, do you think white would be too conspicuous? Also, I wear, should I wear a small pin or should I wear pearls? Or is jewelry out of place at a funeral? Thank you, nameless in New Mexico.
2: Just pasties in a thong.
0: Here's her response. Okay. She doesn't even say, Dear Nameless. Oh. You and your children should wear whatever you would normally wear to church. Don't buy anything, especially for your mother's funeral. She may live. Oh. <laughs> She's. Wait. Uh, <laughs> she may live? I mean, Did I
2: miss the part? Wait, I guess I wasn't paying attention. Did you say she's in the hospital really sick?
0: No. She just says my mother's in poor health.
2: Oh, that was it? Oh. And
0: just launches into, <laughs> she, Should I I don't look good in black. Should I wear navy blue? Should I wear stripes? Should I wear plaid? And then my son's got a plaid jacket, or should he wear a dark jacket? Should I wear gloves? Should I wear a brooch? Should I wear, like, what? I
2: completely missed the part where she said that she's not even dead yet. Did, I glossed right over that. Did, she's in poor health. But let me just start planning what I'm going to wear now. I'm thinking, yeah. Do I wear a side pony? Do I wear a back pony? How about a sensible bun? Do I wear heels?
0: Do I wear like
2: what do I bra or no bra? Assless chaps is that appropriate to wear to a funeral? Do I wear braids? Maybe I could. I don't know. Do I do
0: a ponytail? Do I side a side ponytail? Do I do a lot of makeup? Do I go to the mat counter? Do I do red lips? Do I wear a button
2: down? How about a high waisted skirt? Is a high waisted skirt kind of overkill? What about heels? How about a kitten heel? How about a three inch heel?
0: Can I wear my Lycra suit? Is that too much? What if it's black though?
2: Are wedges appropriate for a funeral? What about overalls?
0: What about anal beads? Can I wear them? I mean, no one's going to see them, but I mean, I'll know that they're in there. My
2: mother will know that they're in there. She'll feel it. She can feel it from beyond the grave. Oh, wait a minute! She's not dead yet. I completely forgot oh, about shit. that. Oh shit! I'll give it another couple weeks and then I'll decide. Anyway. Wow! She's planning what she's wearing to her mother's funeral before just she's ever what dead. She's
0: wearing, but what all her of her family. children.
2: And BT Dub, she has a lot of kids. That's a lot of kids to clothe for a funeral. Frankly, maybe that's the thing—is that she has so many kids that she has to plan so far in advance that she just needs to get their outfits put together now.
0: This bitch it <laughs> has a secret agenda. She's, she's got to know when to fold them. Yeah, she's like, you know what? Mom's sick, and I'm going to make her sick quicker. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to actually like move it up. A, maybe a, a she's notch.
2: slowly killing her mother. And she knows.
0: Have some more Kool Aid, mother.
2: I like Anne's response of, like, hey, 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 hold on. She's not dead yet. That's fantastic. She may live. (laughs) I hope to God she did. I won't follow up on this story. I want to know that the mother got up from her deathbed and was like, fuck that if you're going to wear that dress to my funeral.
0: Her mother reads it and she's like,
2: I'm not dead yet I had a cold (laughs) I had a cold, Becky Have you ever heard people Recovering from pneumonia, Becky You'll get nothing
0: Fine, mother I was just trying to be prepared Gets in the car, gets in the minivan drives down the street and explodes
2: <laughs> all <of> her children <laughs> and then the mother what am i going to wear to becky's funeral do um, i wear something sensible do i wear a button up a button down do i wear a skirt do i wear a blazer
0: is there going to be a funeral because they were all just roasted i in mean that she, car. what
2: do i dress becky's kids in because she's probably not a ziploc bag at this point yeah and do do i do i take becky's body and turn it into taxidermy who knows Okay, all right. We're getting the move along sign, and I, I have a good one for you. All right. This is, I feel like this is a good way to end this. Okay, ready? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this one a Southern accent. Dear Ann Landers, I have been hearing several late-night radio hosts say that they believe Elvis Presley is alive. <laughs> I, for one, am convinced that he is. I hope that through your column, I can get people to respect his privacy The king deserves to be left alone. It is perfectly reasonable, as one radio person pointed out, that Elvis got so fed up with people following him around and pestering him and writing all those awful stories because he had put on a few pounds, that he faked his own death so he could have some peace and quiet. It all adds up. Elvis is now 52 years old. He gave more than half his life to the public. There was never an entertainer who was more accommodating. He put up with a lot because he didn't want to disappoint his worshipers. Now that the truth is leaking out, I hope people will let the man have a private life. He has earned the right to live like a normal citizen. Please put your weight behind this, Anne. Oh. Signed, True Blue Fan in Tennessee. <clears throat> Do you want to hear the answer before I even go into anything? Yes. Ready? Ready? Already I see Anne putting her hands up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Okay, 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 all right, okay, okay. (sighs) Dear True Blue, I hate to upset you, but there's some pretty convincing evidence that Elvis Presley died on August 16, 1977. An autopsy showed that although the cause of death was a heart attack, he had ten different drugs in his blood, including codeine, morphine, and quaaludes. His funeral was one of the most spectacular displays of hero worship this country has ever seen. After Presley's body was prepared for viewing, more than 80,000 mourners filed by the casket to pay their last respects. Hundreds fainted. One man had a heart attack. A woman went into labor and the National Guard was called out. The commercial value of this great entertainer a decade after his funeral continues to grow. His worshippers have proven to be a phenomenal source of revenue. The people who surrounded Elvis during his life have in- the people who surrounded Elvis during his life have increased his 4.9 million dollar estate to something close to 50 million dollars with no sign of slowing down. Much of what you have just read is from a new book by Malcolm Forbes. It is a compelling collection of stories about how the rich and famous died, dutifully reporting their last words and families' fights that followed. I was up until the wee hours reading Forbes's book. Here's another vignette: Matahari put on her best dress and a straw hat with a veil before she was driven to the French military compound to be executed. Is
0: she alone? <laughs> Why is she-, <laughs> is she? This is like <laughs> We're I haven't to- talked to anybody in about <laughs> ten days. <laughs> Listen, girly, I don't know about Elvis Presley, but let me tell you about Mata Hari. And another thing.
2: I read a fantastic biography this week, and you got to hear about it. You really it.
0: should come over for lunch sometime. I'll have... <laughs>
2: Please, Jules doesn't talk to me anymore. I had him stuffed and mounted and put in the corner. His eyes won't blink. Do you like
0: to smoke? I like to smoke. I could quit if you want to.
2: But let me tell you more about Mata Hari. So here's how she, the famous spy refused to be tied to a the famous spy refused to be tied to a pole, nor would she allow herself to be blindfolded. As the executors raised their rifles, she winked at them and blew kisses. Cue the music. Wanna read more? Buy the book. The title, <laughs> they went that away. The publisher is Simon and Schuster, and the price is $18.95. Sincerely, a very lonely Anne. Ready? Wait, this is the sound of her taking taking a puff off her cigarette after that. <laughs> She's like I'm so alone. I haven't blown jewels in twenty years. Anybody Maybe. talk to me about a biography that I saw on A&E <laughs> about Hari? That is did you ever read the book they went that away? Come and sit by me and Landis. I like that she went off on a tangent. She was like, and speaking of Elvis, let me tell you about the other people that died were awesome. Speaking of edible panties. <laughs> Jesus. What a good I'm transition.
0: so bad right now, they just disintegrated in my Chanel suit.
2: <laughs> Do you know I ate edible underwear when I was 10 years old? <laughs> it tasted like a rancid fruit roll-up. Elvis died in 1977. 11 years later, This woman is convinced he is alive. Well, she lives in Detroit.
0: So she... Oh, no,
2: no, sorry. She lives in Tennessee.
0: So she was so upset that she wrote A Total Stranger.
2: 11 years after the fact and is still convinced that he is alive and well and somewhere in the country.
0: So she's writing to A Total Stranger about A Total Stranger about his death.
2: Ooh, that's very meta. But yes,
0: and she's very upset about it.
2: She is. She has every right to be. It's is eleven she? years later, and she's. I like that she's. Well, it could be. You know, look. Anne got a lot of mail. It could be that it just took her eleven years to get around to responding to this woman.
0: I don't think that's the case.
2: <laughs> I'm going to definitely go with this woman is but in Tennessee. But she definitely hit a
0: nerve with her because she's like, I guess I could just finish it with. He's, he's dead. alive but, or he's dead? Yeah. But let me. But let me. I'm just so sad and alone.
2: Let's go do you know into Mata it.
0: Hari? <laughs> she was a wonderful, well-dressed woman.
2: I'm so sad and alone that I just need to tell you about every biography <laughs> of somebody who died in the past ten she years. She's just
0: like she, she's like walking through her library, running her like giant nails across all like
2: Ew. The books, <laughs> having clicky, her clicky, having
0: click. her assistant like, do you get it? Do you get it? Do you have the the last sentence down? Mata Hari. Good. And
2: Good. then she picks up framed pictures of herself when she was a child. I remember when Mother would take us to the park. Do you think that Anne had some stake in Simon & Schuster that she had to, like, push another person's book in the middle of this? Probably. Like, what, this woman went to her to be like, confirm that he is still alive and that you stand behind me on this. And then suddenly she's being told that she should... She should buy the book. They went that away by Simon & Schuster for $18.95. How disappointed are you when you finally get an answer from Anne and you think that she's going to support the ridiculous notion that Elvis is alive and well? And Anne's like, no, no, he died of quaaludes, but hey, hey, do I have a book for you? That's like somebody giving you a Netflix recommendation when you're in the middle of talking about somebody else's funeral. Like, Janine died, if only I had a video of it. Oh, uh, funny, Netflix has it. It's streaming.
0: <laughs> if you like Russian dolls, you'll love Janine's funeral. <laughs> she's your friend? Oh, she's your dog. Oh. oh,
2: this is awkward.
0: Um, Don't we have a new segment? or a-
2: <gasps> Oh, my God, how I almost forgot. How could I almost... Cue the music. It's time for Listener Mail. Listen to Mail. Listen listener to Mail. mail.
1: No listen listen. the I,
0: I am a male and I can't
2: listen Don't, don't make it about Oh, that was nice. Pot to pissin' rhymes yeah. with listen. <laughs> hit the beef square, won't you? I,
0: well, like I said, it is gay pride. i hit that beef square.
2: And run up the fudge slide.
0: Oh, so we yeah. have... Uh, oh, an, yeah. This is our oh, second... Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I'm making love right now. Oh, stop! It. oh
2: right here oh oh you're gonna scare us down to 20 listeners that's fine so for all you people listening out there if you don't know this is our second week attempting to take your advice questions we want to flex our ann and abby muscles and give some answers to some queries that you have out there so if you if you're curious about something that's bothering you please email us at dear at gmail.com gmail we will be answering your questions So let's do it. This week's question pertains to etiquette. Mm. Here we go. This is for our delicious listeners out there. Delicioso. 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 I have noticed that a quote-unquote friend likes to double dip at parties. I've mentioned it to him several times, but he doesn't comply. It makes my stomach go all flippy-flop just thinking about it. Not only is it rude, but unhygienic, too. How can I stop him from goobering all over the dip? Yours in intestinal fortitude, sign, a girl who has no name.
0: That's sad.
2: That she, she has no name has or that no somebody's name. goobering? I want to, no first name. of all, praise this listener for using the word goobering. Mm. It is my newest favorite verb, and I will be using it from here on out. Um, do you want to toss it around a little bit, or do you just want to go into your abified answer?
0: Well, first of all, I think most people that dip, double dip.
2: This makes me want to never have dip at a party ever again.
0: Right. Finger foods and cheeses. I don't think, if you dip, if you like, I don't know, you can rotate your chip to the clean
2: part? Absolutely. Or- Is he rotating his chip? Right. So we don't know.
0: True. But I think that, I think- Parties are a little bit more casual and you'll be like, that's disgusting. That's, I, <laughs> that's probably what I do. Even if like you had a party and they well, didn't know some of your friends, they'd be like, that's disgusting. But
2: what she's saying is that she said this to him before and he's still not fixing the issue.
0: So Maybe you need you, to like, like... Not
2: joke about it.
0: Well, this leads into... Your uh, answer? Dear Abby's answer.
2: Okay, give me dear Abby's answer to how to deal with somebody goobering and double dipping at parties. From a
0: girl who has no name. Okay. Dear girl... The tale of the double dipper is as old as time and seems like the real dip here is your friend. <laughs> I recently attended a cocktail party on the North Shore and was horrified to see, to see that when the seemingly well-to-do crowd dipped their chip, chomped on it, and had the nerve to stick that compromised cracker back in the dip, I was horrified and had to leave the room. There's a reason why the host puts out tiny small plates at her soiree, and it's not because the host likes to do dishes. You take take the serving utensil and put a dollop of dip on your plate and a few chips, carefully selected vegetables or what have you, so you don't have to hover over the bowl like a pack of newborn beagles feeding for the first time. As for your friend, offer them a plate or say, no double dippers here, pal. Better yet, skip the dip, sister, and have a sensible single-serving bite-sized hors d'oeuvre and avoid it altogether.
2: And for the record, my new nickname is Compromised Cracker. <laughs> Do you want to hear uh I thought about it a while? You did. You had to you had to really roll that one around. I did. I agree with everything that you've said. Do you want to hear uh Ann Lander's response?
0: <laughs> I think it
2: I wish it were as kind as what you what you just did.
0: Well, because I think Abby's still kinder. She
2: is kinder, and Ann is ready to take the corn cob off of the outhouse and
0: she's like, You want to know what? Go out to the outhouse. Take the corn cob. Bend it, over. Put it, put it in the microwave for 45 minutes and then put it out there for Becky outside.
2: Jules, go warm up the corn cob. It's Saturday night. Teach her a lesson. All right. Ready? Dear girl, double dipping should be an offense punishable by law. I'm pretty sure in some countries, if you're caught double dipping, they chop off your hand. Thank you, Yemen. Any guest with manners wouldn't do it in the first place, much less after being called out on this rude behavior. (laughs) That was the sound of my career falling apart. (laughs) He should be on the no-fly list for parties. But if you must invite the Big Dipper, greet him at the door with his very own bowl of dip and an article about the recent measles outbreak, complete with pictures. Simply say, since I know how much you like this dip and how much the rest of my guests hate communicable diseases, (laughs) I thought I'd make your own batch. If he doesn't comply, grab the nearest butcher knife, as the Yemeni do, and off with his hand! And Landers! (laughs) I love listener mail.
0: That was pretty good.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: I think the next time I see a double dipper, you know... Do that. I'm just if they don't if they think that I'm joking. I'm like that's disgusting. Yeah. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna unzip my pants. I'm gonna put my dick in the dip.
2: <laughs> it's not a party until someone <laughs> sticks their dick in the mashed potatoes and
0: then shove it in his mouth and then go back into the dip and be like, "That's what we're talking about." That's disgusting.
2: Spinach and artichode <laughs> <laughs>
0: I am sorry, Father Steve, but I had to tell you somehow that what you're doing is wrong.
2: It's homosexual hummus. But do you
0: like the dip in your mouth or not?
2: (laughs) Father Steve, (laughs) why are you inviting a priest to your parties? Uh, Do you hear the sound of clanking in the background? That wasn't the sound of my career falling to shit. Um, That sound that you heard in the background, ladies and gentlemen, is our other new segment, which is specialty cocktails inspired by this Very podcast. We've read your articles. We've created craft cocktails based on some of the things that we've been discussing today. So um, without further ado, our resident mixologist slash Elvis aficionado, James, will you please hand us our specialty cocktail, which is called... Death Becomes Shot. Her! One of my favorite <gasps> movies of all time. And about to be your favorite cocktail. And, Shot in um, the, theater. the recipe for The Death Becomes Her will be put on our Instagram at DearPodOfficial. Um, okay, we'd like to welcome our, our mixologist, James.
1: Uh, hi, we'd like to thank Mr. Ben Jeffrey of uh, the, uh, the uh, Kuna Hut at the Lincoln Ben Jeffries mm-hmm. uh, for helping create this. Um, Death becomes her. Death becomes her is uh, one ounce of Teeling Irish whiskey. Uh, Irish whiskey. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, a half ounce of dark rum. Uh, a couple dashes of Angostura bitters. Um, a quarter ounce of. The so
2: oh. basically take everything that you have in your bar, throw it all in a cup, and so add a big square ice cube so with a little bit of a is, lemon peel.
1: So the idea is the dark rum, because you're talking about a dark subject... And uh, you have the uh, Irish whiskey, Uh, and the idea of the absinthe is—it will
2: make you go blind.
1: Well, also the the idea of like uh, we we, he was thinking about like New Orleans and death and voodoo and that that sort Mm. of thing. And then, wicked smile with the Campari and the uh, and the uh, bitters. It's the botanicals, a very oversweet. He said, when you step into like a funeral home, you get that very s- sweet botanical in your face from
0: the orchids, orchids. the lilies.
2: A sweet botanical <clears throat> in your face. The Same. death becomes her. Everybody, chin chin. Here's to you, listeners. Ah. Ah.
0: Oh. Oh, uh, Jim.
2: Oh, I, I got hair on my chest just taking a sip of that.
0: I got some hair on my balls, Jim. Oh,
2: I've got to know when to fold them.
0: Know when to brush my balls.
2: Know when to puke. <laughs> wow, that, that is delicious. And that is a kick in the face. We're going to have that recipe as well as I'll a picture. Kick you in the face. We need to start taking pictures. So, uh, Ooh. the Instagram is going to be very busy this week. We'll have the picture. Of Irish, the death becomes did you her. Say
0: Irish whiskey. Yep. Irish whiskey,
2: and a little bit of absence, uh, so you can go crazy like Van Gogh and I rip like your ear Irish off. Irish
0: whiskey. Oh, Patrick, you're like the Irish whiskey, don't you? Why do you ya? sound
2: like a pirate?
0: Cause I'm a path Irish pirate.
2: You shut
0: your mouth, you redheaded bitch.
2: You stupid whore.
0: I'm very happy. that Someone say hello to my stuffed dog. Why does he look so surprised? He's so surprised in the corner because you're talking and women should just shut up when you're in the lounge.
2: There's something new in your living room. Is that Kenny Rogers?
0: (laughs) No, that's...
2: Does he take requests? (laughs) No, that's Mr. Wiggles. (laughs) Oh, he looks just like Kenny Rogers. Very strange. Wow. To have your dog stuffed and mounted and look like Tom Jones. But why'd you have him stuffed on the toilet? That's kind of (laughs) weird. He died as he lived, shitting himself. Is that a stuffed poop,
0: too? You guys are freaky.
2: What do you plan to do with those corn cobs? Can I take one
0: of them home? I need to brush my teeth, too.
2: From side to side and up and down. (laughs) May all of your corn cobs be beefy and comfortable this week. Hey, listeners, if you like what you're hearing, and I hope you like what you're hearing, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you download podcasts. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Pocket Cast, the whole schmageggy.
0: Please feel free to write us at dearpodofficial at gmail.com. We love listener mail, so keep sending it in.
2: And follow us online at dearpodofficial on all of your social media.
0: Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, MySpace, <laughs> <Friendster>. <laughs> Sit on my face. Wow.
2: Friendster. Oh, vintage. And don't forget to come and see me live in my show, Redhead Running, at Don't Tell Mamas on Friday, June 28th at 9.30 p.m. I'm joined by some fabulous comics, Charles McBee, Brian Yang, and Dave Hill. That's at Don't Tell Mamas. Where is it located, Patrick?
0: 46th Street between 8th Avenue and 9th
2: Avenue. So homosexual. I knew that you would know the answer I to know that. exactly where it is. So come and see me. Come play with me. Come laugh at my face. But definitely download this podcast before you do anything else.
1: And definitely come. I will be there. And I will come.
2: Fudge (laughs) slides...